The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Yo, this is Tom, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. In the field of inpatient psychiatry, patients are assessed by their diagnoses, prior history, and their current behavioral situation. On intake, patients are assessed, diagnosed, and are then scaled on discharge, observation, or admission. For those who are admitted, a certain level of admission that not many patients can adhere to. You are given a bed, you are given a change of clothes, and a routine. You get your meals, you get your visitors, and you get your activities. Your medication and treatment. These are your basic routines that are done daily while being reviewed by said nursing staff and being evaluated by your psychiatrist. And during this time, you and others around you are trying to find your way out, be it mentally or physically. Find your escape. Find your reasoning of why to be here or why you are here. And the only ways that you can find your way out it's to your own portal of existence. When your bedroom is not enough, when the day room, activity, or dining room is not enough, and you need to escape, and you need time for yourself, there's only one place you can go. You can go willingly, or you can go by assistance. And that room is the seclusion room. I'm Jay Santee. I use this as a metaphorical way of describing of what my life is. Seeing as I work in the realm of psychiatry, I see that work and my life is no different. They coincide. They're all the same. My seclusion room is my microphone, my way of life, my asylum, my impatient is the world. This is my story. This is my feelings. What did my mother mad pussy, son? You mad pussy, son? Fuck out of here, yo. Telling you who I am while I'm in the seclusion room.
Guys, make sure you check out my in-depth self-evaluation on SoundCloud in Red's room's seclusion room. It's my own personal self-evaluation and uh, midlife crisis in which we talk about multiple subject matter, which connects with you guys as a listener and also gives a look at myself and how I came to be who I am to this day. So uh, make sure you check it out. SoundCloud, Red's Room, The Seclusion Room, the miniseries. All right. What's going on, everybody? This is J.V. Lewis in St. Louis. You know, y'all can check me out on YouTube at J.V. Lewis. Y'all can check me out on Twitter and Instagram. You know, the Starters app, this app, this app at J.V. Lewis 77. You know, I do wrestling, video games, reaction videos, all that type of stuff. So y'all want to check me out, y'all can go ahead and do so. Turbuckle Tabloid, cutting a promo. Cutting a promo, ladies and gentlemen, we're stopping in and uh, much, much to catch up on. This past week of wrestling has been, uh going to be honest with you people, left the, it, it's left a, a bitter taste in my mouth, especially with the WWE um, landscape. I, 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 I've, I've come to terms, as you guys have heard in previous episodes, where I've had this this relationship with WWE for many, many years being the um, the old fart that I am and it's been this relationship in which that uh I think it's probably time that she and I begin parting ways maybe seeing other people maybe maybe the the the, the lady known as WWE needs to see someone younger because the older guy like me may not be her speed anymore maybe maybe she's gotten too um She's gotten too much money for me, and I and I can't deal with this shit. It's 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 gone. The romance seems to be over. You're doing you're doing too much, as they say out here. You're doing too much. Stopping in with us this week is once again my friend, which we've met on TikTok, and um, has been causing quite a stir in the the past uh, few weeks in his TikTok, Mister M Two Ink himself. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you seem to you seem to like to stir up the pot with these uh these followers you have. Before I go into that, I want to thank you once again for uh for sharing the episode you were on and not me. You know, it's funny because you would think that you have a podcast and people would be on it that they would love to share the episode that they're on. But no, that's one of the biggest gripes a podcaster would ever have is to hey let everybody know that you want a podcast and they, they, <laughs> no they, they no. It's like, dude, it's your promotion too. But uh, once again, thanks for sharing and letting everybody know. Got a lot of got a lot of feedback from oh, that. No, oh, that's it's not a, not a problem because uh, it's like you're helping me out on your platform, so why not help you out on my platform? We're both out here talking about wrestling, so it's only fair. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, you're, you're a shit stirrer, my friend. You love you're just you you love to, to stir the pot. I uh, I had a couple of people who hit me up, and they were surprised by your age. They they were like, wow. You come off like an elder statesman. It's like you, you come off as as though you've you've one of the the, the patriarchs of wrestling. Uh, have you have you been getting that a lot when you when you started your, got, your, your pages? I've such? gotten that 
since I I've, I've started like not not boasting or anything, but guys like are like like how old are you really? Because you keep saying you're 23, and I'm like, dude, I'm 23. Like this is just how I think. I once I figured out wrestling, it, it's not hard. That's why I think like that. It's not hard. People just keep making it hard. Well, no, because you know mm-hmm. at your age and how you coming in. Uh, you know, with, with your your love of wrestling, you would think that you would fit the mold of any indie mark or any AEW fan or, or that that kind of oh. that mold. And everybody's oh. like, "Oh, it, it, it's it's amazing the 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 seven tope suicidas outside the ring and eleven <laughs> oh, super yo, kicks." I get it now. So the, the mystery. <laughs> I, I get it because that's where my beef is with my age range. The beef is, or the question is, why I'm not impressed with this shit. Mm. It's because it doesn't make sense. I grew up, I grew up in the Attitude Era. Right. No matter how nonsensical it could, it got. You can't tell me Eddie Guerrero, The Rock, Chris Benoit, Edge and Christian in their prime, the even throwing the Hardy Boys when they weren't jumping off of ladders and stuff. And like you can't tell me they weren't out there make the with Matt and doing matches that made sense, right? Like they were actually like like they actually thought about what's gonna happen. Like they thought about the little things that no AEW doesn't even think about twice. And now, see, I watch SmackDown and Raw, and their matches, like the the setups of their matches, it's still realistic ish. It's just the finishes. Dude, good God. That's where the sports entertainment goes into heavy. Now what's so now now we, we, we need we need to get that um that that separation clear because you spoke about it on your TikTok about your thoughts about uh the difference between pro wrestling and we spoke about it in, in sports entertainment where it, it's basically where you take the aspect of pro wrestling, which is the the common rules and and you know uh, um, techniques and and basic form of professional wrestling that we've all known coming up, and it gets enhanced when you're doing sports entertainment, in which uh, basically gives the name sports entertainment. It goes to the next level because now you start making changes. I I share a lot of the older stuff on on my on my TikTok page and on my Instagrams. Show a lot of the older, um, the 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 NWAs, uh, the older versions, or the uh, mid Souths and all. When you watch it, you gain a sense of something being real, although you know it's wrestling. It's still, but you still have this engagement. Like shit, something like I just popped off. Like you, just, what gives you that difference between what's happening in pro wrestling as in sports entertainment? See, because don't get me wrong. Now, when I say I keep I'm berating sports entertainment, but it's not bad in moderation. It need, if you're gonna if you're gonna have sports entertainment, and I accept the fact that they, everybody needs it because it sells so much better than pro wrestling. Blah blah blah. So, but just if you're gonna have it, make it make sense. If you're gonna flip into somebody, don't have the guy standing there looking at you to catch him. If you're going to do it, have the nuts to turn around into it and just catch him when you turn around into it. Don't it's it's everything is so coordinated when it's coordinated. Everybody, every mark out there is 
picking it apart, and it that just ruins the fun. Like I've always said, wrestling died once the probably the curtain call, maybe maybe back then. Once everybody figured out it was fake, they just couldn't help. They just couldn't wait to to bash it like everybody. Like like for instance, like for instance, that The Rock. You know he just dropped that that viral rap song, right? Damn. Tell me, you could tell me you didn't expect everybody that just every troll out there just couldn't wait to say it's not that good. <laughs> That's every mark that watches sports entertainment. Like, why would you watch this shit? Right. <laughs> Look at him; he's clearly like, oh my god, bro. Can I just watch mine? I'm not. I'm like. I'm not on you for watching Family Guy. That's not real. Well, I always tell people, I, I say, I, you know, they go, well, you know it's not real, right? And I was like, yeah, so is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but you watch the shit, right? You, 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 you can't wait to see when fucking uh, Tony Stark snaps the fucking the, the gauntlet, right? You can't wait for that part so you can cry your ass <laughs> off, right? You know he's not really dead, right? No, But also, um, when it comes to, um, when you mention the, the whole aspect of when it, it went sports entertainment i actually think that it happened a little bit later on because at the advent of um, the current call we didn't have the internet the internet so heavy it was when vince fucking called it what it was and he said uh no it's not it's sports entertainment pal and uh, listen i get it. It, it when you go to the circus you're not gonna see the the lion tamer and the elephant act and the 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 trapeze artist do the whole fucking show you're gonna get the clowns you're gonna get you know the the monkeys throwing uh ice cream at whatever you know it's not always gonna be serious performances all the way down you're gonna get your santino morellas you're gonna get you know your nakazawas or whoever the case may be i get it. it it's filler i i understand that because not every uh, promotion will take itself seriously. It's it, you know that's just you know that that's just the the, the speed. But I got you, I got you, and that's completely acceptable. Like since like Santino Morella, Santino Morella was a good comedy wrestler. Mm. He made sports entertainment look good. The like the Cobra was yes unbelievable, but that he was a he was a clown. What did y'all expect? Hey, listen, you we had mm. we had the greatest segment and probably in. WWE history with the rock and mankind. This is your life segment. And that was almost 20 minutes of, of fun filled entertainment, sports entertainment. We, we, we gobbled that up. Like if it was Thanksgiving and that's great, but I've gotten to a point to where when I see a two hour show become, mm, about an hour and 20 of it of that kind of shit that's oh, yeah. that's where my frustrations go to another go to another level that's where i get uh the anger it it, it becomes to another level of enragement that's my problem with today's product the balance shifted mm -hmm. there was a heavier focus on pro wrestling than sports entertainment but now everything has got to be a broadway show with wwe for one mm -hmm. I, I don't. I don't understand. I will. Not, I want to. When I say I want to be, I work for WWE just to get in the head of Vince McMahon. I don't care what I got to do to like. I don't want to work for WWE. But I'm just saying, like, if I ever worked for WWE, I would want to do it just to learn what goes on in that man's head. 
like how what what are you thinking about uh, literally the show loses ratings he goes to the meeting says we need more stars and we need more be- better scripts and he's writing the scripts this is his show hey, nothing wait, nothing he does works and quick conspiracy theory his son does a better show than him he gets pissed off and he takes over well this is what becomes got- a problem then this is what it is that's becoming a problem is because i equate his his look for the promotion now the company now as in the elder statesman of government. You people are out of touch. You don't know anymore what today's climate is. I still imagine Vince looking at a cell phone, thinking it's like a, a, a tool of the devil. Like he doesn't know what <laughs> what to do with a cell phone. We we can we can actually look at each other and and, and talk on a phone. Like what is this? He probably that? still has a flip phone. Exactly right. He still has like a, a razor or some shit. Like. <laughs> He has no clue how to operate this thing. Is like I can't, I can't believe that you can actually talk to China face to face with somebody. It's fuck, it fucks with his head. But you also talk about a man who, quote unquote, only sleeps two hours a day. That's not fucking healthy. The mind's that's the man's what, um, mind saying, can't his, be right, his, bro. What? <laughs> like he does, he does it to himself. He he wants no sleep. He doesn't want to be human. So he does what he's got to do. I think you watch Family Guy. Yeah. You remember when Carter had the cure to the cancer? Right. I think Mystery Man got something like that. Like, I'm not saying he got the cure to cancer, but I think he got something like that because he's too healthy for me. I, I, I've like, always not, said that. He's, he's looking worse than he's usually looked in the past. Yeah. Right. But still, he going. Like he he has something like like he's he he's he's taking like uh like like I like he's eating infant blood or some shit like that <laughs> he's got, he's got like <laughs> he's got jars of like fucking baby fucking I don't know embryos or some shit that he just keeps rejuvenating himself every time he goes into a hyperbolic Maybe. chamber like fucking Goku and it, shit it's the tears of the youth <laughs> and the disgruntled fans like that's what fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it, it 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 it's crazy because uh how is it that okay, granted, and I I spoke about it in a previous episode where I said I get it. The roster was jam packed and full anyway. It's like it, it was ridiculous how much it was. But how is it that you get individuals who are so over that it's out of your control of how over they they they, they were and yet you just said, fuck it, let's get rid of him. Oh. Keith Lee had one of the biggest pops at in the Royal Rumble. The face, the face to face with Brock. How do you forget that? How do you not put a rocket on that man's back and make it happen? Because it's not what you fucking want. Because you and didn't create understand. it. Oh, that. I met that I made a consp- I had a conspiracy way back on TikTok when I first started. I said Vince was Vince destroyed the, the Indies because think about it: War Machine the, became the Viking Raiders. Matt Riddle, Ricochet, um, who else? Every one of the TNA originals gone into WWE. He even got the only one he didn't get with really was Christopher Daniels. 
he had him like way back then, but who remembers that? I mean, he had right. hair back then. Right. But, he, but in like, I fear for everybody that's so technical but small because they're not going anywhere. Oh, rip, rip, Gar- ricochet. Gargano, everybody's about rip, to get ricochet. released. Gargano <laughs> is Gargano's next. Uh, Ricochet's gone. Let's see, Kyle O'Reilly's next. Roderick Strong. All, all that talent, all that is, is just talentless, right? Just, just worthless. Just let them go. Like, like Roderick Strong's not the most underrated fucking technical artist on that fucking roster. Just wasted. I, I often say about Roderick, I said he reminds me of just a, 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 a modern, in a, in, a, in a weird way, like a modern day Brett, because he didn't have, he doesn't have like that real mic work kind of thing, and he comes off a little bland but when you see him work in the ring it just fucking compensates for everything else it's just it's just it's see, a it's a go see that i call the modern day bret hart Dan, brian danielson Danny brian whichever one you call want to call him i i just can't i just think roger strong is roger strong because not nah, screw it i always hide the hide what i think is the true quote-unquote seven-star match if you want to see the real seven-star match that broke quote-unquote scales it was a ring of honor it ironically still has okada but it was against roderick strong right right that you ever seen that match yeah yeah that match was amazing he was a he was a fucking bullet all like i thought he was gonna beat okada and And, nobody beats okada yeah but you also you also look at the 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 weights and balances of how vince looks at this shit these days because Listen, I, I, I went into TikTok with this, uh, with this idea. I wanted to do my own premise and I started it on it where I did the what if, the what if series. What if, uh, the person who actually was going to buy WWE is going to be, uh, Comcast, Peacock, and the one behind it will be The Rock because he has a message, you know, he has a, um, a relationship with NBC and such. And I already started this series with him. And I had I already storyboarded it to the end until I had it until WrestleMania, where where it was. After what occurred this past week with the releases and such, I said, "Fuck this!" I I I just I just lost I just lost the passion to do it anymore because it's 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 worthless to even be excited to be or to think about what can happen with this company now because I'm just like. You're, you're, I, I really think you're, 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 you're killing the baby in the, in the crib. You want to not have this company anymore. You're so, you're so happy with the revenues you get from everything else that how is it that you really believe that this company could still strive and without the fans being happy? Seriously, you know, I'm laughing because you know who you sound like. Mm. Who who's ever whoever is decide, designing the two K video game? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Now they have to debug this shit right now. They're like, oh, fuck. The All right, fuck? delete, 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 delete. No, what they'll do is what they used to do in the old games. Well, they'll just um put it in like a, a, a they'll parse it into another package and they'll hide it and it it has to be decoded and, and then all the fucking um. The tech geeks find out and be like, "Oh, that was Keith Lee. Oh, you know you could add Keith Lee in the game, right? It's like you can always, oh, yeah. you, you like, can always <laughs> find it later on and shit. Uh, like, I'll go back, add Bearcat. Oh, no, 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 just delete it, just delete it. Yeah, what? oh, they'll do the whole shit where it's like, it's um, 
it's all in the in the, in the creator character, and it's all like in the defaults. It's all just in the defaults. <laughs> And you look and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's Karrion Cross. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 I, I think, and you mentioned earlier, I, he's, um, he's basically, he's basically, I don't know, I, I don't know how anybody's not seeing this, but, and why we're not having more of a story of this. I, he, he, he's, he's basically, it looks like he's just, just turning the screws to fucking Triple H. I I don't know how not many people are not seeing this. A I'm lot of say uh, he's he is pissed that somebody dares say his son's product was better than his. I mean, that, God forbid. Ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous! I'm like he's so petty. That that's the, one of the worst things you could have did because literally. The only thing that was holding up WWE was NXT. I can only Vince didn't care about it. I can only cared about it too much. I can so only think about it. Vince do? <laughs> I can only think about it because he's still pissed off that um, Triple H didn't have his back when Brett uppercutted his ass after the Montreal screw job. <laughs> he's still, <laughs> he's still, he's still remember when remember when when Brett punched me? You weren't there for me, pal. <laughs> Can't trust you with this. <laughs> he can't be trusted, pal. He can't be trusted, pal. <laughs> it's like it's like some some Don you know Coley old it's, shit. It's like, not even Vince though. Vince is old. You know what I think is going on? Vince is old, and and Bruce and Johnny's in his ear. Well, putting it, they get making their pockets fat for themselves. I just think it's the opposite way. I actually think it's just it's it's those two are just been known to be hit. It's the it's the trifecta, Bruce. Johnny Ace and fucking Dunn. And those three have been the um the jackals who just pick off the carcasses of all the fucking dead meat in which that Vince throws out to the fucking to the lower levels. It's just and they'll sit there and they're they're like the jackals from uh um for fucking the Lion King. They'll just laugh and just throw me anything. Oh, oh the hyenas. Yeah, they're the hyenas and shit. They'll 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 just laugh and shit. And just whatever you want, Vince. Whatever you want, whatever you want to do, Vince. And now that you got Nick Conde, who's who's their hatchet man, which by the oh. way, if nobody knows that history, he came from. He was a sports agent. No fucking clue what what wrestling was. He's there to sell. Yeah, right. That's all it is. Like I swear to God, he's the one that's going to convince them to. He's going the one that's going to make the deal with Disney. It's going to be him. Or whoever buys fucking WWE. I don't know, man. I still say it's it's these networks are not gonna make it easy for anyone. They are so pissed. They are so fucking pissed. Fox (laughs) and USA are so fucking pissed. How did you let Punk leave your hands? How do you let Daniel Bryan get out of your fucking hands? How do you let all these 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 needle movers get away from you and let them go? How, what are you doing? I'm saying, bro, like they had CM Punk. They 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 offered to pay for CM Punk. They would <laughs> come on, bro. Let little pay for him, man. Just put him. Just put your pride to the side. Nobody's doing that. And Vince so, let you know. Vince let you know when all this shit was happening, and he had he had. This is what I'm saying. This 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 senile old man. He's just like he told you. He says he says 
well, you know, let, let's see let's see what other talent we could give them. He, he was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm getting rid of more of these motherfuckers. Get ready. It's coming down. You just didn't know who it was. It's so, it's demented. And <laughs> I don't understand it. Like, why would why'd you rush to buy all these dudes? Like, you're, you're the one that wanted them. So you're not going to pay for them now that you realize you don't need your, you can't use all of them for one. And that's the same thing Tony Khan's about to run into. But we're not going right. to talk about that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, and also, the you know what pisses me off the most about these releases? The bullshit stories that come out. You're going to tell me Bray Wyatt was hard to work with? You're going to tell me Keith Lee was hard to work with? That's what you're going to try to do? So that that's what comes out. These these guys they were so hard to work with. That's what they had. That had something to do with their release. Please, Keith Lee. It's all it's just as much as you try to sell me with the budget cuts, pal. You're in the fucking black. You're in the profits again. Another year, and you're gonna sell I'm me. I'm saying again? the most profitable year was 2020, <laughs> and you're gonna tell me budget cuts. Somebody's gonna sit there and say, "Oh, well, you know, because uh, the um." You know the 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 guts they made early on helped with their their pro- profit. That's a drop in the bucket that they fucking did with those cuts. That's nothing. That's you know nothing. how much money they save from not doing house shows. Yep, house shows, that, that travel was, expenses. Oh, which by the way, a bag, that was a bag by itself. Yeah, ridiculous, me ridiculous, and then you you. You do this and you, you, you say this with a smile on your face as though like people are gonna believe this shit. Like check this uh, check this hot shit. Uh, it's, 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 Enough it's, people do. That's uh, that's why you're smiling. Enough then, people believe this shit. And then and then you sit there and go, Well, you know, Keith Lee, you know, he had an attitude problem. Karen Cross had an attitude problem. Of course no. you would. You keep fucking with them. I would have an attitude <laughs> problem too. You keep fucking with them. They did a checklist. I somebody I shared it on um on the Termical Tabloid uh Facebook page, uh our group page. And it was a checklist of the Keith Lee rundown. And you saw that it was like, you know, someone was mimicking him saying, Okay, Vince, okay, okay. And then it was like, uh, we're gonna put you in a in a tunic. And you're gonna have you you're gonna have you wear a skirt. And he was like, um, okay. Um me. All right, uh, you got sick. That's unfortunate. Uh, but you're gonna make you pay your own medical bills. That's fine, Vince. I'll do it. Oh, we're gonna change your name now. Your name is Beer Cat, and you're like, oh, okay, Vince. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're gonna release you. And it's like, you don't think someone's not gonna be upset by this? What I'm saying, yeah. like, you want me to just smile for the shit you giving me? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I've never. That's the mentality they have. That's the main. That's why I would never work for that company, other than for going undercover trying to figure out what goes on in that man's head. Because you literally <laughs> have to do nothing but eat shit if you want to get somewhere, quote unquote, on the top of the, the brass ring. I refuse to dance for some old dude or or whatever an eye for an eye match. Are you serious? The, the, what What are y'all thinking? And I know, uh, are you a gamer? Yes. What's your thoughts about this whole thing that's happening with with 
Xavier Woods and his whole shit went up, up, down, down because I, oh. <laughs> I'm sitting and I'm going once again. Here comes, here comes Vince. Here comes Vince. I'm like, I, I, I want to see what's the next play, what's the next chess move Vince for this does for this one because basically it's like, shut it down, pal. <laughs> That's all I'm seeing. See, I heard different. I heard Xavier stopped. Like slow down production because they're not paying them right because right. WWE technically owns the thing, which is bullshit because that's all Xavier. Every piece of that is Xavier. Right. No, no WWE any type of employee, executive anything is putting into up up down down. All the work at Xavier and all his guests with Cesaro having fun, Tyler Breeze was on that bitch having a blast. I like I peek it every now and then. I'm not a big fan of it. But it's fun to watch the wrestlers be human. God forbid. That's the, and that's the only escape that I give them for anything. Because like I hate I hate when wrestlers don't have two separate social medias. I hate that they're intermingling with each other, you know, and when Kevin Kevin Owens is a heel, he's going to fucking uh Disney World with Tommaso Ciampa and shit like that. I was like, I'm not supposed to even like each other. Or whatever fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get you know, have your own personal shit and then have your gimmick shit. That was always been my shit. But when it came to like the up up down downs, I liked it because they also had the heels version which was um um left right left right. So that was always yeah. cool for me. I like to have that aspect with them. But with me, I also, I also, when I was looking at it, I said, "This is nothing but Zack Ryder shit." This is this is what happened with um, Z True Hollywood Story, uh, the true Z Long Island yeah. Story. That's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> he learned it. That, that's what happened. He learned his lesson with Zack Ryder. Yeah, and, and he, he made sure he got a hold of that before it took off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He put up, he he, he put his fucking thumb on that shit. He let it know, and you know, and when you looked at the releases recently of all the. Um, the 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 talent that was making money on Twitch, like you saw Adam Cole and Paige and the five hundred thousand or whatever the case may be, you know all this shit. Yo, and you looked at the yeah, list and Xavier Woods was only twenty five thousand. I'm like, what the fuck? How? How did that happen? His I'm show is bigger than like everybody. The busiest one, right? And I'm going, I I, I I say, you know what? That's a Vince shit. Vince put his fucking his thumb on that shit. I also oh, said, man. I also said, I said, look, at the end of the day. Woods is going to be out anyway. Once G4 TV starts happening again, he's like, all right, fuck it. I can shut this shit down. I'm going to pay somewhere else anyway. Fuck it. I don't see Xavier leaving. I, I, I do because if he's able, if he's got, listen, he was, he, he rolled the ticket. He did, you know, he, he got his degrees. He got his doctorates. He did what he had to do. He's, um, He's still a young man. He could walk out with still his body in shape. And then him, he going with to, to G4 to do what he loves, which is just to, you know, talk about video games, being into all that and be able to be free to do everything else. Why not? Why not? Why not just do it? It, 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 it just makes better sense. And, you know, even if he doesn't want to wrestle or if he could do it on, on his own time, that's fine. But after what they're doing with this whole up, 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 down, down shit, why would you want to tolerate that shit? Why would you not just give the man and his people the money that they fucking they, they owed? This is bullshit. He's always been on that. I don't, I've never understood why. Why do you need the Twitch? Why do you need to own their Twitch accounts? How much money are you making, bro? How much money <laughs> do you need? 
And they, 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 what are you trying to buy? What do you have? <laughs> he wants to buy WWW, WWE Island. <laughs> he wants to get his own. Oh, shit. my God. The, the island. He the saw island. the UFC do it. You got it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> so you just recently released your your your, your list of um, wrestlers who are um, pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Give a quick explanation to to the listeners of what what what, what compiled this list. Like, what what was the reasoning for this? Because everybody, once I started talking about wrestling and sport, once I started breaking down the difference of wrestling and sports entertainment. Everybody started, I, I think they started mixing names up. Like, they were like, because, you know, the arguments of Roman Reigns being a sports entertainer, John Cena, is he a sports entertainer? Or, like, Rock Austin, Shawn Michaels, any, like, who's really a wrestler? So I'm like, let's, let, you know what, let me go ahead and throw my opinion out there. And I only made part one, because I still got a lot, there's still a lot more names to bring up. But, um, so I started it off easy to not stir up the pot. I said, Miz, sports entertainer, MJF, pro wrestler, simple stuff, right? Mm -hmm. What wrestling have you ever seen Miz do? Come on. You've seen him do a couple big boots. What, man, let's count, let's count his wrestling moves. The backbreaker, the the backbreaker into the neckbreaker combo, what the skull crusher finale, reality check when he was a kid, the Miserable of Oz. Not a kid, but you know, younger. What what else did he do? Does he even ground and pound, snapmare, anything? Well he takes no. he, he takes He's a pride, personality. And he takes pride in knowing that before he had his recent injury. Um and I still think that's a work too, because I think they worked that into something. Uh, that he worked his way around not getting injured. He 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 finessed the fact that he can do that, that he did that. So that's part of the element of being a uh, sports entertainer, because you know it, right. you, you work yourself into a routine. Um, exactly, it's it's routine. It's not. That that's the thing. It's a routine. It's it's a it's an act. So that's that's why I would say it's not not, not sports entertainment isn't bad. It can be entertaining. Right, right, right. But but and this makes it look well. But I think that's what uh, but I, I can't like, call him as a wrestler. Yeah, I I think that's what um where 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 certain people will hear the term and they'll think it's a it's a negative and it's like it's not. Like I said, it's 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 fun to see the clowns come out and fucking or when the magician comes out and. You know, I was able to shoot the arrow through a fucking uh, person's uh, between their legs and shit. It's cool. You know? it, it's fun when the magician comes out and makes the scarf disappear and you don't see it hanging out his sleeve. Right. <laughs> you know, you pull the rabbit. That, out the that's hat. when that's when the magician. That's when the magic works. Right. Now you mentioned MJF. So, MJF. I. I <clears throat> that's I, a wrestler. I respect because of the fact that he's one of those that. Did his work, his history, his 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 research, as a genuine and mind you, it's a, once again a, a young man who's, who's around your age as well, who comes off like an elder statesman, and carries himself as a professional wrestler. That's a craft. That's that's work. What he's doing. Exactly, he's out here talking like a grown ass man. At least he's not. 
he's not act he's not acting like a prick. MJF is the prick. <laughs> that's MJF. That's I mean, I'm not saying that's probably how he acts, but as for his character, that's MJF. He's not playing MJF. No, believe me, I've had I've had um I've had wrestlers sit in the in the studio who who's come across him and they're like, Yeah, that's not a gimmick. <laughs> See, that's not, a, that's not a gimmick. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not a big fan of him. <laughs> it's like, uh, who else? Oh, man, who else? I would get so well with him. Oh, I would. I would love it. I would love to have a a couple of a, a couple of uh, rounds with him. It would be fucking awesome. It'd be hilarious. Who else? Do you, who else you have on on that? All right. Again, I'll keep it simple. I say Adam Page, pro wrestler, and Orange Cassidy, sports entertainer. Oh, so, yeah, hold up. Let me just say, I, Orange Cassidy and George Nettler, I put on there as sports entertainers because who's going to take those guys serious? Orange on. Cassidy, who, who else? I'll tell you who because there was a guy, I got a, he made a whole post talking about somehow, first of all, I lost my credibility because I called Joey Janela the name that he asked nobody to call him, Jelly Nutella. How dare I? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> You're going to, in like, you're going to talk about losing relevancy out of all the names I said, you're going to defend Janella and Cassidy. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. Um, yeah. If you can, if you don't, if you don't get that, those two are at this, at this point in time, the modern day epitome of, Sports entertainment, then there's a problem. That's what I'm saying. There is a problem. That is that is quintessential sports entertainment. I will constantly say this: everybody has a problem with me saying Orange Cassidy should never be in a world title picture. Why the fuck is he in a damn tournament for the world title? I said it. Beat Will Hobbs, ridiculous. That's. He's the rest. What are you talking about? He's awesome. But I guarantee you, we be throwing bitch fits. Having conniptions and all types of seizures if Doink was ever WWE champion. <laughs> Tell you, me I'm lying. You actually equated Orange Cassidy to Doink. Because <laughs> he's, he's a comedy act. He's not a wrestler. But like, at least what does with, he do? It's at the least same with Doink at every least, time. At least with Doink at that time, especially when he had like that, you know, that demented clown gimmick like okay i wouldn't oh, yeah, put him in a, i wouldn't put it in a title picture but i can get where where it could be you know <laughs> something something that could be it could be a, 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 an angle that worked that that made sense but That's the cassidy thing like yes i i get it if he doesn't care where he's from or what his weight is or what is wrestling what it is why put him in a title picture? Why? Because the crowd loves him. No, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, I've always that's that that's always perturbed me. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see the appeal because all it does is make wrestlers look dumb because they fall for the same shit every time. I'm waiting. It's I, the same. It's the same thing. The stupid ass kicks. And then the whole tilt-a-whirl, arm drag, whatever he does, and then he gets his ass kicked, and then he's serious. Right now, like, I, just, right now I was just watching on, on, on Dynamite. I'm looking at it because I didn't get watch earlier where they, they honored the best friends to be part of chaos, and I'm going, 
Oh. What? That's a tag team I have an issue with because uh, Trent, I remember Trent Barretta in WWE. I remember he, Trent, he was underrated. Very much I remember so. Trent in, in, in New Japan. Then he, he, when, how the fuck did they meet? And even in, 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 oh, in, in PW, did they meet in PWG? PWG, but I, didn't they that, have, no, but that, I think, yeah, that no, explains it. I, I, the PWG, but they also met, um, am I going to say, was, was Chucky in the Ring of Honor as well? Chuck, who, who the fuck is out here hiring Chuck Taylor? Bro? Right, I'm, that's what I'm saying, like, where that's did That's my issue. Yeah. Um, I'm a, who else you had on the list? Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have them, but they're gonna be. They are. Well, there you go. They're gonna be on part two. Trent Beretta, pro wrestler, <laughs> Chuck Taylor, sports entertainer. Because fuck no. Um, this is where I broke the internet. Hardy Boys, sports entertainers, Edge and Christian, sport uh, pro wrestlers. Because Edge and Christian had all types of awesome ass matches. With pe- with people, the second they separated, let's see, Edge went against Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, uh, Eddie Guerrero, all types of matches, and so did Christian. Even Christian went to TNA, had a good ass match with Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, uh, what's his name, Monty Brown. Let's see, Rhino at some point, mm-hmm. Raven. He-, he got a good match out of Raven. Like, come on, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, as a matter of fact, yeah, people people don't um. People don't give him the, the the kudos that he does when when he was able to break out. Because I remember when he went to TNA, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of big that they actually let him go to go there." And the run that TNA gave him was, yeah, he had his he had his spots there. It kind of Christian was serious, like the top guy yeah. over there at one point. Shit, he he he. I think he was he even made that move where he moved AJ to the side for a sec. It was like that. Um. It was that quick impact that he he left there. You was you was just you you just mentioned Kurt Angle and um someone shared a, a video of of Angle with me in TNA just uh, the other day and I'm like if you didn't see Angle in Impact you probably missed the probably best Angle Kurt Angle even though he was going through his demons he was doing more shit in Impact no, than he ever did. In WWE ever. Like, it was crazy the shit that he was doing in fucking Impact. He was going insane. Like, that, stu- that crazy ass senton he did off that dive. I I know Vince would never let him do that. Oh, that? Uh, when he when he ran off the, the stage and landed on Abyss under the. the yeah. I'm like, he was ridiculous over there. Uh, now, Edge. Edge, I would have. The only way that I would say Edge is a pro wrestler is because of his commitment to the craft of him knowing the storytelling in wrestling. I would give that. But, you know, I would say that later on before the before the retirement happened and maybe a little bit after um, when he came back. He started knowing once again the pro or the, the sports the sports entertainment aspect of it again. Like he started getting that the nuances of that. But for Edge, I, I you know I can say it's fifty fifty for me. Because I said because I said uh, but as I started 
Rock and Austin are exempt from the list because those two are the perfect balance of sports entertainment and pro wrestling. Right, right. I, I, I could put and, it, I could, I think I could put Edge in there as well. I could put him in there you, as well. So you, you put Edge in there? Yeah, I, I could put Edge in there as well. Um, because the only reason I say Edge is a wrestler because I, I base like this off of your promos and your in ring work. And in ring wise, Edge can go with Edge can go with the best of them. Yeah. So can Christian. Now, my argument for the Hardys is there's there's a harder argument for Matt Hardy for being a pro wrestler other than Jeff. But give me a match. Uh, uh, give me an outstanding Hardy Boys match one on one that was just awesome without ladders, tables, or chairs. I think it was tougher for for Matt to prove that he's a wrestler because of Jeff. And I think he showed it when he was in Ring of Honor that he can wrestle. He can go that way. Um, but we get the whole sports entertainment aspect when he, the whole, um, you know, mystical fucking Matt Hardy showed up. And oh, God. He's disappearing and shit like that. We get that. We get that. Um, we got that. But when he's money, Matt, or you know, he had. I'm not a, I am not a fan of money, Matt. Well, not. A, but oh, I, but I, but this is where I'm saying like that. At least he showed his wrestling power prowess that way. Jeff, please. Jeff. Jeff is the he's the other epitome of sports entertainment. He he. See, that, that, he that's that's he's the, the trap he's on. Giving me yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm not understanding. I'll, I, like I said, there's an argument because Renegade Matt Hardy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Right. He he was doing like what he was doing to Edge. That that was kind. Of, that was nice. Ring of Honor Matt Hardy. The matches he was having outside of WWE. Okay, there's an argument there because. But I personally think like the 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 broken shit, his goofy gimmicks, like version one and all that, it just outweighs. The I actually thought that, version one was probably nobody, one of his better his better wrestling run as well. Because like like I said, I asked around. Nobody could give me a. a I, I I thought I was at least going to get a Matt Hardy match. Nobody gave me a match. Right. No, because it, it's, like, it's not. It's I, not and I understand. There's no real. I no eye opener match for him, but I still think that he had those better runs that way. And with Jeff, I'm looking at Jeff. I think the only ones that you can look at Jeff is where he had to show that he can wrestle. Was like the match with the Undertaker. Or um, uh, the matches that's, with that's right. the thing. Right. That's the number one match they brought up, right? Right. Everybody that's says that match. Right. Or 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 like the um the the, the match with uh um with Punk and stuff like that. Like those were those moments. But Jeff is basically, you know. Sports entertainment. We we have to take our you know our shirt off. I said. I literally said Jeff is famous for his spots, and right. Matt is famous for the gimmicks he does. Mm. But and which the gimmicks is like, a, is a, is a, is, a, is a um a true essence of sports entertainment. I mean, it, it, it is because it, especially if you're constant like Cody, Cody's constantly changing his gimmick. He's it's 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 that sports entertainment. You got to keep it moving. <laughs> got to. I can only imagine what, what where you're gonna put Cody and who you're gonna compare him to. Uh, see, it's it's painful because he's not a. I wouldn't say Cody's a sports entertainer. It's a wrestler forcing the fact that he wants to be a pro uh, 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 the face. It's just a wrestler writing a bad script. 
<laughs> and Dude, it's a wrestler badly scripting himself. Dude, and I've had this conversation recently, and I'm like, is it is this is this is this a work? This whole Cody um, not turning face, uh, kind of the big payoff is when it does happen. I'm praying. I mean, I swear to God, if he's really genuine about not turning face, he's worse than Vince. Not turning (laughs) Roman heel. He's in the same amount of denial as Roman was. I mean, as Vince was turning Roman heel. Like you can't, and that, and that is straight up hypocrisy to me. Because, like, come on, bro, you're not going to be WWE. Look at what you're doing. I think he wants to ride the wave of his of his dad because when um when Dusty was at his height, he was such a great face. You know, we nobody ever talks about when he was uh uh, uh in you know a heel back in the early days of Florida and shit like that, and uh you know he was in the, in the tag team and 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 Dusty as a heel was actually really good as well, but nobody re- wants to remember it. They always remember the Dusty's going against Harley, going against Flair, um, coming to WWF and being, you know, being the polka dot shit. They love that Dusty, but nobody remembers how good he was. They only in that, and they remember the bullshit when fucking Dusty went NWO. They just remember that nonsense. Uh, I think that 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 Cody wants to ride that wave, and and you know, I want I want to be like Dad was. You know, still be uh, that face, and it's like, no, the guy. Like we mentioned previous, the best Cody was the heel Cody. Exactly, and he's fighting it, and he won't stop fighting it, and I don't know why. But you mentioned a name that nobody associates with sports entertainment enough, for me at least. Because hear me out. I know Vince made the word sports entertainment, but hear me out. Like, can you think of anybody else who did sports entertainment before Vince? No. Because you're you're, pro- you're probably going to hate my answer. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, like, I, I apologize in advance to anybody that hears this, but, <laughs> bro, R- R- Ric Flair, bro. Um, who, like, give me some wrestling moves that he does. I need. I I can say Ric Flair is one of the greatest. The could be the greatest promo of of wrestling of all time. But a wrestler, what has he done? What match have you seen that he? What he, give me some prime? Even Flair versus Steamboat. Mm-hmm. I was watching that and I was like, so the moves are pretty much coming from. Steamboat. Steamboat. Like what's going on? But that's what makes that's that's, that's what, his whole career. But that's Flair's whole career. But and, and even what he, moves does he have? And even he says it. He doesn't deny that his whole his whole being, and he understands that his whole being in wrestling is especially when he's the heel, which he 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 says you know his best his best Rick is the heel Rick is I will put a motherfucker over for the whole fucking match. As long as the ending makes sense and I pull out the win the right way at the right time and when it's necessary, that's all that matters. Because everything is paid by numbers by Rick. You know, you know what, what it is. Rick, Rick is a, isn't going to hit that fucking 
that uh that that splash from the top. We know we he's gonna we he's always gonna get caught off the top and get and get slammed off of it. We know that. Yeah. We know he's gonna get thrown in that turnbuckle. He's gonna do that. Uh, he's gonna do that. That turnover and then get clotheslined or whatever. The case. We know it. It's all paid by numbers, by Rick. But we still, we still enjoy it. It's just like when we go to, like I said, the circuit. Matter of fact, the Harlem Globetrotters. We know they're gonna pull out the bucket and they're gonna run around chase each other and they're gonna throw the bucket and it's gonna be confetti that comes out of it and you're like yay and then the next time we're not gonna think it's confetti and we know it's gonna be water the next time but rick was great at doing that is he a sports entertainer of course of course he did it but he was good he at was it because he, dis- he, he, he disguised it as a wrestler he disguised it that's what it makes it a little bit smarter too about that's what nobody can do nowadays right they can't disguise it <laughs> That's what I miss. That's why my generation don't like me or my process of thinking. Because they don't think you have to disguise it. Because it's fake. They don't have to. It's already fake. Why are you taking it so shit? No, bro, I don't want to see this fake ass shit. (laughs) I don't want to watch that. I want to see it. Make it look like a struggle. Go watch the UFC. No. I want to watch what it used to like. Come on! What is it that? What is it that? Um, that that, that corny says is lazy booking. It, lazy. You, it's like no disqual- no disqualification. Lazy, lazy booking. booking. I I I take I take the the aspect because you know we the 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 the, the phrase was coined the sports entertainment and it's like okay I get it but still make me believe. Make me invest it, and it's what you know. That should be that could be another list that we could look at too. Where it's who makes me believe that I'm watching a fight, who, um, that I'm watching pro wrestling. Guys like Kevin Owens, he makes me believe that he's really in a fucking fight. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's on the list. He's a pro wrestler, right? Oh, definitely. I, I, who would you have opposing him as a sports well, editor? Oh, you would be surprised. Right. People opposing the fact. I have people, I'm just going to let you know, I have people fighting the fact that The Miz is a wrestler and MJF is the sports entertainer. Just keep that in mind. Well, because um, MJF is a promo because his promos are very selling the product. Like, that's part yeah, of... That's- it, basically because his promos. Like, that's their main argument. Like, listen to, like, he's such a character. No. He's a prick. That's well, you think, what he is. Well, you think about it. You put him in the same in the same realm as Rick. You put him in the same realm as as Dusty. Same thing with Dusty. Dusty had the same paint by numbers. He was the he when he was the the baby face. He was always you know fighting for numbers. Then he uh, for fighting from under. Then he'll have his 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 moments. He'll, he'll jump up, bang bang bang, hit the bionic elbow. But the biggest sports entertainer in wrestling history. Which no one, until it, I mean, people to this day would would pray to the altar of him. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. The big. You talk about Rick. Hogan is the. He is the icon. Oh, sports entertainment. If there was a Statue of Liberty built of sports entertainment, it's Hogan. Honestly, like there's no. Every match you could call what is gonna happen the next time around. Every mo, everything, <laughs> everything. 
It's 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 sick. It is sick. Absolutely. Oh man. Absolutely. It, also, it's like crazy how wrestling. Oh, you always find the same people in wrestling. Like you can always find somebody that's gonna be the same. Like, for instance, CM Punk and Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Not not in real life, but their characters. Right. Definitely the exact same person. Well, well, what what one is Amazon and one is Wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then you got real life versions because it's hilarious. Think about the stories: Ultimate Warrior and Ryback. <laughs> Reckless. Funny, people, funny, and then quitting because they think they're better than what they are. Tell me, wow, they're not the same. Oh no, people. funny! You said Warrior and Ryback. I would have thought you would have said Warrior and um, um you would have said Goldberg and Ryback because that that was the uh that that, that was the, okay. Well, that that's the in ring comparison. In ring, yeah, right, that's, right. that's definitely right. that's definitely them. But in as in personality, in like real life situation issue, yeah, right. They're tell me that's they're not the exact same people. Yeah. You, Reckless, you don't care about your opponents, and y'all think y'all are some superstars. And they, if you quit, they're gonna come begging. When in reality, bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need you. And then all oh, that that poll he did hurt his little feelings. Oh, he 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 he's, he's, st- he's still not getting over that shit. It, it, it's... I remember he took it. I, did he like take it down like a wall, guys? Be Whoa. serious. They they were. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who it was. Was it um uh um who was it that just recently threw it threw it oh a uh, Mansoor threw it back in his face because he was like you could throw he he tells Mansoor he said you could throw the Stone Cold Steve Austin gimmick on it on him and he still wouldn't be over and Mansoor threw up the pole <laughs> as a as a as a response. <laughs> How? I can't. I, I, yo, I, I've, I've, I've come to the realization that there's just wrestlers that just need to stay off of social media and let somebody else oh. just do it. Let somebody else run their own shit. I mean, I already Austin Aries. I liked right, but and there's another one. And I liked Aries. I like these guys. Yeah, I like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they was like, I loved them. It was my childhood, and then they're. They're this. I always tell people, I was like, I was a Rybacker. Like, <laughs> I was a Rybacker. So was I. Heavy. Bro, you don't understand. I even had to make a post because even though I hate Ryback, I said, and it went viral because I said Ryback should have won the Royal Rumble in 2013. Right. Oh, my, oh my God. He was so reckless. Did we know that in 2013? We didn't know. We just saw him. We saw him just no, kicking ass and taking names. We didn't know you it. Would not, you would not believe the cap nobody was cheering <laughs> for Ryback I like, and I look at I look back and I look do you remember even 2014 remember that that t- there was a tag team match it was Randy Orton and Rybaxel if you remember that that back part right right back yeah and every it was Randy Orton in the ring and all they were saying is we want Ryback right 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 we want Ryback I'm like you're gonna see all I gotta say he was never over 2013. The whole crowd wasn't saying feed me more. I said really? the moment they put and mind you, I'm a Heyman guy. I fucking Heyman is God to me. To I <laughs> Heyman is the moment they put him with Heyman, I was like he's dead. It's over. I'm talking about Heyman. I'm talking about Heyman. I say it's, it's over. It's fucking over. Heyman. Couldn't put him over with a fucking forklift. It was not going to happen. It was over. Uh, oh man! 
Brother, thanks for che- yeah, checking in. Jesus, we're here for an hour. I said we could do this all fucking day, man. Honestly. Oh, see. All day. Oh, man. But as always, um, let everybody know where they can get you at and where um, uh, what's upcoming for you. What's the ideas? Not, not don't 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 share too much because I want you to. You know, I want people to steal your shit. But um, got you, got you, got what, you. Um, what they can get you at and what's uh, what's upcoming for you? All right, most definitely, we got at two my uh, little TikTok. Uh, I think we're at twenty point seven k now. Appreciate the love. But it's all uh, at two M. Blah, sorry about that. At M two Inc. Then I got a little YouTube page, two K in politics. I I will eventually get back to posting. Yeah, I was gonna that, ask. When gonna, I, when I don't gotta get... worry about money. <laughs> you gonna get back on that? Yeah, when I when I don't got when I like don't gotta worry about too much because it's TikTok, TikTok videos. They take time, but YouTube videos. Oh my god. That is a lot to deal with, especially like with the topics I want to talk about. Because like I've always like I've really wanted to put on YouTube post <laughs> Vince McMahon the destruction of WWE. <laughs> like I'm talking. Remember when they did the destruction hey, of the, Ultimate not Warrior? Even WWE the destruction of pro wrestling. Remember when they did the destruction of Ultimate Warrior? It's like yeah, they should I'm be saying. exactly. <laughs> and then they came, and then he came back, and they gave him a different DVD. You can't find that shit anyway. I had to go on Daily Motion because I was showing my co-host that shit, and because he's never seen it, he's your age, he's never seen it, and we watched, it and he goes. Oh my god, when the hell did this come out? I was like, bro, this is probably the best DVD they ever fucking released. It was amazing at the time. <laughs> to hear yeah, that, they absolutely destroyed. Oh, oh. and they act like it never it never existed. They're like, no, no we didn't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They love rewriting history. It's ridiculous. But uh, also co- coming up on my TikTok page, part two of the sports entertainment versus pro wrestlers. Let's hope I don't hurt too many feelings again. And then eventually I'm going to do women, women's wrestler or female wrestlers. And then the old heads back, you know, the wrestlers back in the day. And that's really going to stir the pot. Cause <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait to hear how oh, long man. I am about that. Please. With my young ass. Oh my God, please. I, I, to this day, I get the, the hot takes of people talking about, wow, you're so bitter. I said, I'm not bitter. I'm just not <laughs> happy with the climate. It's just, I, I I give love to those. I give roses to people who are in and 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 matches that deserve it. It's not bitterness. It's just like, oh, you know, you're a boomer. You're not you're not getting. It. It's it's not a boomer thing. There's one thing that I only think I always give a fuck about wrestling. Give me a story that matters. That makes sense. That's it's, that, it's give easy. Me, that's all I ask. That's for. all give I ask for. Common sense. That's it. That's all I ask for. That's it. But bro, thanks for checking in. We will do this again. Oh, for sure, man. All right. Uh, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Bro, don't hang out because I wanted to talk to you afterwards. And uh, we'll check you guys in a sec. Hey, yo. It's King Capo, Matt Travis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloids. Unfortunately, it's a it, it's that time of year in which we have to celebrate the life of a young man who lost his life. Way too early. This is the part of the year where when I do the recording of the show where it's not it's not fun. I um 
I don't like it because I actually have to be sure that it's one of those commemorative moments that I have to be sure that we do it at the right time. And we shouldn't be. This is a young man who lost his life way too early due to recklessness on on another, another person. And to this day, I'm struggling to understand why this occurred and why this person is gone when he should still be here. He should still be with us celebrating the emergence of a, a, a livelihood. He appreciated so much and he would have flourished in right now. So greatly in Matt Travis is my epitome of what young talent is and was and just snuffed out way too soon because this was a kid who greatly appreciated and understood what the business is about. And he just wanted it so much that he went all out to prove not only to promoters, bookers or, or promotions that he was going to be out. He was going to go out there and, and give you everything he got, but he did it for the fan base. I, um, I reflect on recently where there was backlash for uh uh for Millie Callisto who he uh uh tweeted that he went into AEW and he you know was trying to pay his respects to uh Brody Lee and use his real name, John, but he spelt it wrong or it's spell check or whatever the case may be. And he was getting a whole ton of heat about it. And I said, you're really going to give him shit because he put H in his name when it was just J O N. And I'm like, honestly, and, and, it could, and that could have been caught by spell check or anything, but you're really going to bust his balls about that. And people were like, oh, you know, he shouldn't be doing that because, you know, maybe he didn't have a great relationship with him or he didn't have a relationship and he shouldn't be doing that. He's only doing it for clout or the case may be. And it just reminds me of this whole thing where just because you don't have a real close and personal relationship with somebody doesn't mean that you can't pay homage and show your respects to someone in that in that magnitude. I mean, like I mentioned before, I was like, Travis and I weren't the, the the greatest friends. We respected each other. We liked each other. We were cool. But it wasn't like that we hung out or, or had a conversation with each other every day or every week, whatever. We acknowledged each other. There was respect. There was love. We, we, we showed each other, you know, I just, I just, I can't, I can't deal with the hypocrisy with a lot of people, you know, it's damned if you do and it's damned if you don't. I remember, like I said, the day that I that I heard this young man passed away and how he passed away. And I got the text messages. I got the call. I was waking up and I was getting ready for work. And I I just shut down. Like, it, it, like I said, we weren't we weren't tight like everybody else was. But for me, I it, it killed me. I couldn't even fucking 
I didn't even want to fucking go to work because although we weren't cool, it was just like a young man. I knew I had such a, I had such a, a, a hope for him because I knew that this kid was going to make it somewhere. I knew that given the right opportunities, given the right avenues, the conversations we had, the talks that we had for that short period of time, that I knew that he would have been on that precipice of breaking through. And he wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the, 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 the stack and the body build. He wasn't tall. He wasn't the, but the kid had talent. He had awareness. He was smart to the game far beyond his, his age and his years. He studied it. He watched it. He, he was, he was putting guys over that, that two years ago wouldn't even fucking be looked at right now. And that two years later that people are booking them now for big fucking cards, big fucking promotions. And he, he, he would tell people, yo, keep an eye on this dude. This dude's going to be big. And sure enough, two years later, they're on fucking AEW on there in GCW doing big things. He knew he didn't worry about himself too much because he knew he was building himself to get there. But he was always having this distort that I, I know that this person is dope. He sold the gimmick, lived the gimmick, wore it on his sleeve, and he made sure that everybody else around him was aware of it. So I hate to use the word anniversary when somebody passes away because I'm not celebrating their death. I rather say I'm celebrating their life. So marking the two year celebration of life. In which I've said that every year we will do this for him. We will listen to the last time that, um, and the only time, because fucker, fucking asshole. I was trying to get him back on the show, and we were just in the stages of getting him back on the show because every time he was like, no, I'm going to he was like, yo, I'm going to be on, yo, I'm telling you, I'm going to come back on the show, man. It's just like, yo, I'm trying to get the build, I'm trying to get the build up. I want to I build up to something, yo. I'm trying to get there, and it's almost there. I got you, I got you. And I was like, nah, you buff him. He's like, nah, Santi, I got you. I'm telling you. Me and Ken, we're going to do it. We're going to do it in Three weeks before he passed, I saw him at an HLG show, and this was after the event was closing out. And like I say, stayed in gimmick. He stood in the back. He was just watching the main event on the low low. And I turned and I saw him. I gave him the what's up, gave him the nod. And, you know, he smiled, put his hands up and whatever. And I'm, you know, I gave him the gesture like, yo, I'm going to come see you. And he's like, yeah, 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 I got you. And after the, 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 the main event was done, I walked up to him and he's looking around and he's like, yo, I got to stay. I got to stay in K. You know what I'm saying? I got to stay in K, fame. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody seeing this. Just, so we were just talking and he's like, yo, your fam, I got you. You know what I'm saying? He's like, look, you know, my phone broke. I was riding my bike. My shit just took over and I lost my contact. I'm getting a new phone, but I got you. I, you know, we definitely going to have it. Like I, uh, you, you, you bullshitting me. He's like, nah, nah, fam, I wouldn't do that. You already know me. We got this. We got this. And this is from a young man who one day came from the Bronx on bike. He and his and and and, and Sasha, Sasha Jenkins, they came on bike and they came all the way to my crib on bike just to do an interview for the show. It's. It's a rare breed that you can have individuals like that who, who come in and out of your life just for that moment. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I wish that I could have been more friendly with him. I could have been, I could tell you that right now that whatever connection that we had, whatever relationship we had was real cool. And I'm not going to 
take it away from anybody else who shared more time with him. But just for him to recognize me and have that kind of connection with me was more than enough that a podcaster who was a fan of wrestling can appreciate. So like I said, at the at the mark of the two year celebration of his life, I want to share with you guys again, and especially for the new listeners who've not heard um, this young man, I want to share the conversation we had with Matt Travis. May you sleep in peace, young king. And like I always said, for Capo and BK, may your legacy and your passion for the business be shared and loved by those in the business and those who watched and appreciated your work. And it sucks that when I listen to Dipset's anthem, my hair stand because I think of you and it's because I have to think of you because you're not here anymore. And um, it should be that you're still here with us. I forgot you boys are from the BX, so coming into Queens, it's uh, it, it, it's like, where's Waldo and shit, looking for fucking addresses and all that shit. That's why I don't really go to the, the BX either. I got family in Parkchester. Yeah. I stayed the fuck away from that shit. I'm not too far away from there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah? It's crazy because, like, you could blindfold me and drop me off somewhere, and as soon as I'll get out that shit, I'll be like, oh, I'm in the Bronx, right? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Nah, B. I actually wanted to go like to some like some events up there, but I'm like, that's like another fucking world up there. Like, it is. BX it is. is far, son. It is. It's like a Uber. It's like a eight hundred dollar Uber, son. <laughs> but like, I love it though, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else besides. It's always home. been BX for y'all. Like, like yeah, it, always. It, Trav has always been up there. Always. The whole New York City period, because. You know, I know people from Brooklyn mm. to Staten Island. Before pro wrestling, I used to just be outside with, you know, with the cats outside. Right. You know, being like the youngest cat out of whatever crew, mm. you know, with certain groups of people or whatever, and just always chilling wherever, like anywhere. But really, like, like when you, when you, like, when you in the, when you in Brooklyn, you've been to Brooklyn and shit, right? Yeah. There's a certain vibe that you feel when you're out there, but the BX is something like, it's so... To me, it's more cultural. Now, since we all get fucking gentrified and shit, it's yeah. just fucking it's becoming more annoying than anything. But BX has always been like something more cultural. And whenever I went up there, I always felt like somebody was going to be throwing like Spanish food at me. Uh, <laughs> I always felt that way. Either that or a, a pamper out the window or something like that. <laughs> something, yeah, something, something, something weird. Something wet. Yeah. <laughs> something weird going on. Yeah. But if guys don't know, I got King Capo in the building. Matt Travis, sir. Yeah, Finally, yeah. we've been we, we we've been trying to like connect for a minute. This is a dude I yo, and I, I I respect his professionalism because I tell the man, I said, listen, we don't really have to do it in person. We could do it, you know, over the phone. I've had phone interviews. I made it work. We can make it happen. He's like, nah, with that voice. And I know ladies who listen to the show right now. I was like, damn, that nigga sounds sexy. That's <laughs> a sexy voice like this shit. No, not me, ladies. I'm talking about the man here, Mr. Matt Travis. Sir, thank you for stopping by in studio. Of course. I owe it to you, man. My son is out here wearing that, that, that big fur thing. Shit, I'm going to get me one of those shits. Yeah, I, yeah, you I, got to. It's I, only I, right, man. Shit, I'm going to wear that I wear that shit in 98-degree weather if I'm a cop. I said shit. the same thing, too. If I get another one, I'm wearing it in the summertime. <laughs> just trunks and shit. Yeah, just, trunks and coat. Not even a tank top. Just straight raw dog. How do you <laughs> decide? We just before the mics went on. How do you decide to wear wrestling trunks like what like the other people go other ways that you know they wear the, the long the long pants or jeans or 
you've committed. You said, fuck it. I wear the trunks. Like, what was what, what came to that? Because me, I make myself in 2K18 now and wear no fucking trunks. <laughs> I wear, I look like fucking like one of those like one of those hood niggas that still wear their Tims. And yeah. as a matter of fact, I think my 2K18 character has Tims on. I thought about doing that in real life, wearing Tims in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I think um I don't know, it's less expensive. <laughs> that uh I think it's more comfortable for me. I don't know. It's, it sounds weird because we wear underwear to wear in front of thousands of people. But right. I don't know. Trunks is comfortable. It's like wearing basketball shorts for me. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like I, I see some people who who commit to it, and I'm like, yeah. bravo. And there's some of y'all that's like, whew. Yeah, they probably look nasty. Yeah, you do not. Yeah, I'm like, no, do it. Yeah, don't you have do to it. do like squats and stuff to really wear trunks. And yeah. some of them do it as a rip to themselves or whatever the case oh, may be. And I'm yeah, like, my guy. Why? Why do it? But I, I see that you you've come into the game. You've been you've been in the business for how long already? Uh, I say like two years. This and two, even three. in those two years, the two to three years, like I've heard guys already give you you know, you know praise in your ring work. You know, I've had as a matter of fact, I had a uh, EC Negro on here one one episode, and he even brought your name up, and he was like, "Yo, I'll, I'll get in the ring with Travis. That guy's fucking work right there. He could put I'll put him over any day." But like. When you hear that from from vets, you know, does it boost the, the ego? Does you know the the does the King Capo, you know, the crown get a little bit heavier? Nah, definitely not. And uh I don't I don't think nothing of it because I'm trying to get better every day. Like when they people I don't know, I guess when people talk good about me, while they're talking good about me or they think I'm good at that moment, yeah, I look at myself like I'm not where I want to be at. Mm. Keep it pushing. I think that's what keep me somewhat humble mm. and uh somewhat sane as well because if you stay in the same position for me i i feel like you're kind of a little crazy but still you you i mean you're like i, I mentioned earlier before the mics when i said your come up was crazy in 2017 because honestly like i've seen you getting booked everywhere for a guy who's only been in the business for like two years that's a that's that's a that's an accomplishment in itself man young man from the bx how old are you 23. Damn, son. <laughs> shit. You know what the yeah. fuck I was doing at 23? I think I was like still hustling on the side. Yeah, yeah. Going to college, getting, you know, trying to get my, 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 my weed game up. Cause that was the only hustle I really <laughs> wanted to do. I couldn't do anything other than weed. I wasn't doing that right, shit. I was like, right, nah, right. I ain't doing that fucking football yeah. number shit. At least I go yeah. to Central Book and they'll let me go. But get your little, get <laughs> your little ass out of here. Get out of here. You do the little pound. Weekend. Get your little bullshit ass pound out of here. The dope thing, man, is like when I was young, right? I used to be into all of that. So. Like, I feel like I got all that out my system for me to even stay or get focused for professional wrestling. So, right. you know, a lot of that stuff I got out of my, out of my system, but I definitely, I get you when it comes to that though. Was the call, was the calling always there? Because not a lot of people will say, cause you know, from the BX, I always tell motherfuckers either you was going to either be rapping cause uh, right. Pun and Joe was going to be yeah. your fucking, your idols. A French Montana. Oh, French. Max B. You know, on the way, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like those are the guys that you was like, yo, fuck i could spit like them yeah. or you was gonna be in the hustle like yeah, you know definitely. when the fuck did wrestling come and say um you got a call in here brother come, come come check this out uh it was weird for me man because i didn't have no intentions on being a professional wrestler at all i just wanted to hustle like my daddy was a hustler before he got before he went legit yeah. and started working in the hospital um shout out to him because that's yeah, that's a big deal. I, that's what the fuck I do. Hood, right? Yeah, that's what the fuck I do. Yeah, and uh, he's about to retire, by the way, too. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, seeing him hustle, my uncle just got deported, but he was a big time, not a big time, crazy big time, but he was a, you know, he was a big dog around my way. Mm -hmm. And I used to just idolize them and, you know, the cats that was making money from Get it, Dominicano. Way. 
Humina, Puerto Rican, Ecuadorian. <laughs> uh, okay, because I was like, yeah. who, what Puerto Ricans get deported? Like, what the fuck? No, my, my uncle's Ecuadorian. Oh, okay, I was like, what? He got deported for attempt and just wild Damn. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'd rather him, you know, get deported than spend that time in, fed, in the feds, yeah. which he, you know, he did a few. It's funny, my boy, um, years ago, he got a, he got he got arrested and um, they was giving, they was going to give him fed time, but they deported him. And this motherfucker yeah. lives in Barbados. Now you deport the motherfucker yeah. to paradise. Yeah. You get no, I was just showing, I was just showing my son, man. My my uncle just made a commercial for TV. He sent me it, yeah. right, for his own restaurant he owned. That's one thing I give him. He's a hustling. But look at that shit, hustling. It's like hustling. What punishment you gave them? You gave them sunshines and palm yeah, trees. Like now he's riding uh his motorcycle, his BMW motorcycles and stuff like that. Now <laughs> he went from the feds to doing good. But I, that's that's the family I come from, man. Like just a bunch of hustlers. So. And they grind, and then you you see yeah. the grind in front of them. Your follower grinding. You see your uncle grinding, yeah. and then. You know, still you. You have any siblings? Yeah, I do. Younger, yeah, younger. Yeah. So you the you the big bro, Oldest, yeah. and you always gotta kick, take care, take care of the, the, the you know. So you gotta you gotta grind there. When the fuck did you hear like you know wrestling? Were you like into wrestling as a kid oh, growing up? Hell yeah, my family was into. It. That's the thing. Like growing up in the hood, you love certain things, and wrestling. I figured you would play like. Like fucking like maybe baseball or something like that. Like, like <laughs> basketball, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you. Oh, oh, skills. We got We got We got to. We got to. We got to be. We got to be running the point. We got to run the point. <laughs> right, right, point. Right. Um, I don't know. My family was always into it, so I grew up like watching it. I just remember watching it and probably not even in love with it, but I fell in love with it. Mm. I remember watching it as a young kid. That's my uh, my oldest memory as a human being. Like. Five years old, but watching pro wrestling. But nothing else came involved, like you, because you're, you're you're very athletic in the ring. Like I see, like you mixed anything, like 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 martial arts or even like gymnastics. No, I never sometimes. touched martial never arts. Never did any of that. Never was into gymnastics really. I tried it, but never was into any of that. It's just God, I get it. God given talent. Fucking man. cheerleader. That's what the fuck. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking cheerleader. No lie, God given talent, man. I just feel like I'm, I'm meant to be here, you know. Instead of being locked up like the rest of my friends are dead, like the rest of my you yeah. know, countless friends, so. It was, I don't know. It was crazy. You ever had handcuffs on? Of course, That's plenty a, of times. It's not a, not, not a, not a. I, it's, it's funny because I was just sharing a story with, a, with one of my coworkers, and they gave me a look like, "What the fuck, you got handcuffs for?" I was like, "Listen, I never, you know, I ain't always work for the city. I did, right. I did dirt in the city, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But it's, it's one of those feelings that sometimes you get that wake up call. It's like, you know what? Something got to end. Like this right. guy, this yeah, shit got to stop. Work. So what was it that? Because there, there wasn't a lot of wrestling schools, even for yeah, for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, it's definitely. like you know they started popping up here and there and shit. And then in the BX, you had um you had a gym up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you come out all over the Queens. Like you had House of Glory. You out here at the dojo out here. That's a that's a work. That yeah. that's commitment right there. And you here persistently. Every like you here yeah, every day. I try to make sure I'm here as much as I can because, um. I don't know. I look at it like this. Like, we live life every day, so anything can happen. So let's say if I was to walk out my building or whatever, something bad happens. You know, I want to at least live life to the fullest, you know, and at least take a step in the right direction, you know. But you still, like, when you look when you look at, when you look at where you were at, you know, a couple of years ago, you was, like I said, 23 years old, teenager was not too long ago. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 the resting game comes in and you're, you're, on that, on, on that, 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 that ladder climbing up little by little, learning the, learning the trade, taking a bump here and there. Was there a time that you sat there and said, man, fuck this. I can't be doing this shit. Man. So many times, like, man. Even taking that back bump from the, <laughs> it's like, no, not, well, not, not in that way. I, I think wrestling got me more mentally than physically. Cause no lie, like pain, I'm very pain tolerant, you know, and, uh, 
I think mentally it had me there. Like I was like, shit. Like I don't want. I don't want to do this no more, man. This is too much for me on the mental aspect of it. Because you got to be more mentally prepared than physically prepared. If anything, if you're not there mentally, then this will eat you alive. Now, when you say that, uh, they, because I've seen a lot of cats who went into House of Glory and other wrestling uh, schools, and they go, yeah, you know, they like to wear the shirt. They like to, you know, like to walk around and say, yeah, I'm part of something. Yeah. Then like a year later, it's like, yo, what happened? And it's like, ah, uh, you know, this thing happened. And, word, you know, I, word, I had to word. do all that. Like, how is it that you, you, you stay focused on doing that shit? Cause a lot of times it's just, it's, it's it, like you said, mentally draining. Yeah. The body takes its toll. Cause it you does. already know the career is going to be crazy. Word. And you've been in some big fucking matches where you like, told, <laughs> not only the house was torn out, my body ached for that motherfucker <laughs> for real. Like, how is it that you're able to still sit there and say, wake up with the fucking bruise on your back, fucking, that you can still say that, yo, I gotta go, I gotta go to dojo today? Being passionate and loving the game, man. Like, thoroughly loving it, being genuine and being hungry, man. I'm tired. I was tired of living in the hood, man. I don't know for certain people, you know, I don't know how it is, how it is for them, but me, like, every day waking up and seeing my block, I'm like, I got to get out of here. Let me go to the dojo. Let me let me go train. Let me go do something that's going to help me get in that mansion or something like Man. that, you know? Like, I think, I guess, as far as that, that's maybe, like, a motivation for me. like Or were, was a big thing for me. But mm. the passion and the love for the game, man, once you once you get in this business, it's like a drug, you mm. know? And uh, I want to do it the right way. I don't, you know, I want to love it and be, be respected as one, like, Red. Be respected as a person that genuinely loved this business. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Because I, I was about to mention Red, too, because, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute because yeah. uh, those are my fucking guys. As a matter of fact, I went to go pick your ass up by, <laughs> by, by the dojo and shit. And um, I walk in. And like I said, I didn't know. You know, I, I have I, I have the respect. I've never really wanted to get into wrestling as in, a, like, to be in-ring. But I wanted to always be around it for something. Maybe commentary, maybe, right. you know, managing or whatever. But I also know certain aspects of it. And there's like certain things where I said, you know, I don't want to intrude. <laughs> like I didn't want to open the door, just yeah. go away. And as soon as I open the door to ask for Matt and everybody's like, they give that look. Like, who that? <laughs> and Red is sitting there. He goes, yo, who that? I'm like, Santi, Turbo Cool Tabloid. And he's like, yo, yo, Santi, what up, yo? Is there like that 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 camaraderie that you guys have like your own secret world in in the wrestling like because I know there's like sure. protocol in back behind yeah. the, behind the curtains when you're in the locker room everybody addresses themselves you know they they introduce themselves and they know is there really like that kind of like secret world that you guys have back there yeah for sure it's like a fraternity it's like a brotherhood you know well with certain people you know that's not you know on that that BS that the that these other cats be on but as far as like a brotherhood and who you train with or who you close with. Yeah, it's like a yeah. super, super it's like secret. A, it's like a fucking a fraternity and shit yeah. back there. You don't even like know. Freemasons and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I always, I understand when a lot of a lot of guys who are in the business, they hate hearing fucking marks talk the way that they talk. Like, yeah, yeah you know, me, me and the boys. It's like, motherfucker, we don't really talk yeah, like yeah. that. It's like, y'all make it seem like it's all. Does it, does it like, is there a line that you always, that you put between you and the fans? Because you, you're, Although you are the most fucking angriest man I can see coming to the ring, there is some kind of persona that comes over with you that 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 people are drawn to. Is there a way that you have that, that you have to tell motherfuckers I right, slow down, like yeah. back the fuck up? Of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they want to get what was the most like wild shit that a fan ever came and did to you? Countless of things, man. Like when they they try to give you a pound, like they coach you, like from the hood, and like. <laughs> 
try to give you a hug. And I don't know. It's weird, but I draw the line when it comes when it when it gets that like yeah. we're not close, we're not cool. You know, there's certain people who want to be cool with you just because you're who you are, or whatever, mm. or the clout you got. You know, I'm not like that. You know, um, all right. So now y'all motherfuckers thing. know y'all niggas ain't from the same hood. Y'all don't yeah, rock the same exactly. way, so don't right, come right, in right, that right, close, right? right. And these, <laughs> they be on some weirdo stuff outside of wrestling. On top of that, too. So anybody wants my underwear? Plenty. Uh, <laughs> plenty. I get inboxes like, "Hey, uh, you sell underwear or my trunks?" Like that's the status I want, though. Stuff, man. I want. Either females, male too. I'm not prejudiced. Whatever the LGBT shit you into, you want to smell Jay Santee's underwear? I'm cool. I, I fucks with it. Whatever. Put right. in the ziploc. I, I'll FedEx that yeah, shit give to me, you. Give me a rack. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we holler. Yeah. But that's another thing too. Like you, you, you'll come across across the spectrum when it comes to, to fans and the fan bases and all that stuff. Like how is the like the women? Like is the women game like crazy though? It's crazy, but you know you gotta have. Some Don't tell the world right now. You no, shacked no, up. No, no, no way. You ain't no wiped way. up I'm right not, now. No, no, no. Single, single as a Pringle, but single like a fucking dollar bill. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, um, yeah, you gotta have some type of discipline because you can't be messing around with all these crazy ass female, uh, you know, fans or groupies. First of all, that's not good for your health, and second, like, I'm the type of person like I can't mess with every female. I already been and done that like yeah. early on, messing with all the crazy gir- popping girls from the Bronx and wherever in New York. Mm. But you know. Right now, I'm at a point where I want to, if I was to deal with a female or something like that, she got to, like, want to build an empire. She got to be a business. You mean to tell me you go OT, you in the ring, out there, going off, and you ain't got them OT fucking Pennsylvania, fucking Virginia females throwing that cooch at you, and you you rocking that (laughs) shit? Are you serious? Dead serious, yeah. Damn, you all fucking it's a, it's discipline. A, it's a discipline, That discipline man. is real, son. Discipline on top of that. My treat- dick would have been a submission. <laughs> it's a, a discipline, but on top of that, you treat yourself like gold and you get treated like gold. You feel me? My like- balls would have been tapping out. <laughs> crazy. That's a, yeah. But that's a beautiful thing because uh, you, you, have, you don't have any kids, right? Definitely not. Not yet. Yeah. Enjoy it now. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. Enjoy it now. I get the run now. I'm not, not to that's, say not having kids is not a beautiful thing. It is, but it enjoy is. the run that's now. That's another thing, too, man. Like, I, I've been through, I could tell you stories for days, like, younger because before i even got into professional wrestling i was going viral on videos and i i was in the loop with a certain group in the in the bronx that everybody became popping and popular and stuff like that so mm. i've been had a wave before professional wrestling the women been there before all of mm. this women would try to trap me they'll be like hey look uh yeah i think i'm pregnant like crazy yo and i'm talking about yeah. I'm like 14 15 years old you only gave me top i am got you pregnant yeah, some crazy <laughs> stuff like that yo like like yo, I could tell you stories for days, man. But that's why I guess my uh, where my discipline like grew and came into you know fruition, I guess. Yeah, because it's 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 crazy. Because even for for a young man like yourself, you see, you know, certain aspects, especially especially you got guys that are that are that are ahead of you that's been training you right now, like Amazing Red, who's been all around the world, Brian Excel. You've got guys that you've been in the ring who have the experience and could tell you like. Do they 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 get you under that tree of knowledge and, and share that shit and tell you like yo listen you gotta pump them brakes man you can't do everything like you know like I like a lot of us back in the days they're like running wild and doing all that shit there's a lot of dudes out there I know that uh got trapped up early on with oh, some yeah, rats and yeah. shit and I can't I can't be I can't be one of them man first off if I got a child with a female I'm gonna stick with her for a fact <laughs> like, we gotta be solid because first off I I don't I find myself being turned off by people nowadays. On some just energy wise. Right. So in order for me to even be around like anybody right now, we gotta have some type of like chemistry or anything mm. like that. 
And plus, your 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 schedule is bananas. Your shit is crazy. So they gotta they gotta get in in, in the couple's world. They gotta yeah, understand what it's gonna be about. Yeah. Speaking of that, you get, like you mentioned before, growing up in the hood, you was running around with with different dudes. Like the dudes, uh, like do you, they look at you now? I'm like this. Look at this dude. This nigga, he a wrestler. Like out of everything, like you, yeah. dude, like how how's that vibe going on? I get I get that a lot. But like I say, even before pro wrestling, I was getting that regardless. You know, mm. people would look at me like I'm the like the hood star of the hood or yeah. whatever. But now, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just telling my son like I got that like early and recent. Like whenever I come out. Like I have people come to my mother, like, "Hey, your son is da 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 or whatever." Uh, She'd be like, "Yeah, he's regular. What are you, uh, <laughs> what are you bothering me for?" <laughs> it's like, "Yo, his like videos, crazy stuff. his fucking videos on YouTube got thousands of views yeah, and all that." Yeah, and he's like, I, "My mouth still yeah. gotta go throw out the garbage. It don't mean nothing." Right, right, yeah. shit. But you still, you still, you, you know, you carry yourself well, and it, and it's funny because the way that others may look at you, especially you know. Cash flow was huge, man. It still is, you know, and and that persona is still resonating right now. But you you were very you were very humble. Kid. How was it that people probably misconstrued Travis as probably the, the arrogant prick, as in the uh, the dude from the BX that's still trying to get it? Well, they misconstrued nothing. That's me. <laughs> that's legit me. That's a part of me. That's the reason why the character come out so organic. But I don't know, man. But as far as like that whole cash flow stuff, man, I don't know. That's that's that cat. I, I was doing my own thing from the beginning. Mm. We had a friendship, or whatever, but I don't know. You know what was the I breakdown? Go. I mean, I've, I've been watch. I was I was watching it progressively in House of Glory, and I saw that, you know, there was there was there was a bond there, but it was also a way that I saw Travis needed to go out and break out. Like there was yeah. gonna, you know, you know, I'm with homie, but homie not let me do me. I need to do. Was that was that the sense that we were getting there? Uh, nah, not really. It wasn't just that. It was just like, I just always looked at myself as a boss, right? Even when I was younger or, um, a businessman, you know, and, uh, I just never wanted to work for anybody ever in my life. That's just the type of like mindset I got. So partnership. Yeah. But like me being under anybody or anything like that, under the tutelage of somebody who was the same age as me. Was Broadway feeling that light way? Like he was, he was boss status. Like he was trying, he was trying to hold, trying to hold you on the sun underneath the armpit. (laughs) Put put rest your head on daddy chest. Never that. I know that for a fact. (laughs) Never that. The thing about me and him is we we were legit brothers. So it wasn't, it wasn't that man. But the thing is though, he, he get caught up in his own world where he feel like the world revolve around him. And, you know, I get caught up with, obviously, because I'm living my own life. The world revolves around me, to mm. me. So I just had to step up and boss up, man, and move on up. But I'm saying, like, the, the, I would have seen, I would have thought that this was going to be a collaboration that was going to rock for a minute. But then it turned, like, the R. Kelly and Jay-Z fucking tour, like, best of both worlds <laughs> is fucked up, son. And he's R. Kelly. <laughs> he's definitely R. Kelly. You, you ain't bumping into, him, bumping into him in the hood yet? You ain't seen him around? Nah, not really, man. Oh, really. shit. I just but if be too it's busy, on site man. though, it's on site. It's been on site lately since he, we we like we get put with each other in these matches and stuff like that. The House of Glory love seeing us, uh, I guess, clash or wrestle, or whatever. Because I guess we throw it, we put it all out in that ring. But as far as like me seeing, I got nothing to say about him, man. Do you? Best of luck. Keep on doing you, and I don't care about whatever he does. Just damn son. It's a, it's a bad falling out, son. I tell you, I've, I've had falling outs like that before, but it's, it was usually of a dude taking my girl and getting her pregnant. <laughs> but the crazy shit. thing is, though, this falling out is, story, is not no story. wrestling 
like it's not a wrestling like storyline. This is real life. We really legit fell out over business because he don't know how to conduct and handle business right. Mm. Like he, is it tough to do business in person? I people always say that you can't do business with fam, son. It's well, you tough. You can't. You can't. It's tough. Not only that, it's just like I guess when the personal stuff collides with the business, that's when things start. You know, taking a different route. Me, I'm all business. I will never let personal get in between business. Mm. You know, and I guess... Hello, at least it wasn't over no puss. It, was, uh, <laughs> it wasn't nah, over no puss. I could care less about that. That's man. what I'm saying. At least it's not that. That's what I'm saying. Like, none of my women will ever deal with anybody I'm cool with. Because mm. like I said, the type of women I deal with, mm. you know, they boss up. They're not into none of that. But as far as like that cat or whatever, like our breakup or whatever, our friendship dissolving, he know what happened and he could tell you what's up. Me, I'm just keep on doing me because everybody's talking about me right now. I don't see it ending though. I see y'all. I see this is like one of those things that y'all y'all gonna be bumping heads for a minute though. I really do, and I ain't gonna front. I paid the ticket to that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm I'm out there for that. It's crazy. You guys, my son, man. Like we've been bumping heads on the low for a minute, and this I, I knew it was gonna happen, but that's why I played my position. Like I was sitting in the back, and I knew I was gonna be in the front, and that's what happened. Now I'm in the front, and now I'm you know I'm showing why. I'm going to be the top student in the House of Glory. See, the reason why I, I had any problems with Son was because Son was the top student of House of Glory, right? And what he did, he ain't do nothing. You feel me? Like, he had, he could have been signed right now. Mm -hmm. How you still want to, like, do certain things you do and you, you could be signed. You could live a whole different life. Mm -hmm. And you let certain things mess that up. I can't do that. I don't got time to do that. You about, about to get that. You about to get that paper, getting and getting them W's, man. Get, get, that's get, all it's about. Get them straps. Yeah, that's, that's another thing about. too, man. Like that's, you know, that you you you're looking for that crown and that crown and glory. That 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 brass ring, like Vincent Kennedy McMahon would say. <laughs> you want to get that brass ring, <laughs> but you know, it, it's 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 to you. It's you see the grind going on because you've been there. You're, you you you've been working on it. Like five years from now, what what would what what does Trav want to do? Where Trav's gonna be at? Man, I'm not even looking into five. I'm looking into maybe next year, two years from now. I'm not waiting for no five years. I'm hustling right now, so in two years I could be good. But next five years, I see myself. I don't know being better than where where being in a better spot than where I'm at right now for a fact. Cause I that's what I that's just how my mentality is, man. Like when I first came into business, I told myself certain things. I said I'm gonna. I'm going to hustle hard and I'm going to be on the show my first year. Got that out the way. My five months after that, my mini goals was I'm going to work for so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. I did all of that and did iPay-Per-View on top of that. My other goals, all right, whatever. I'm going to wrestle the top guys in House of Glory my first whatever year. I got Homicide, wrestled Ken or whatever, if you consider him a top guy or whatever, and a few other guys, you know. Mm. Wrestled with Teddy Hart and whatever, against John Gresham and the rap and all these cool people or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I see myself way better in a better position than what I am probably signed we wait. I want you to get that um that six nine come up. Get, get, get that, <laughs> that King Cabo New York. That's if, come up. That's if House of Glory let me do it because they banned me from coming out to his music. Yeah, I heard. As a matter of <laughs> fact, yeah, it's funny because um it was it was um I had that punk Isaac here the other day. He's like, yo, did you know that um that Trav came out to? It? I was like, nah, I probably was at the bathroom. Shit, I'd have turned up to that yeah, shit for yeah. real. People singing it and everything. I had the clean version that people was rapping it, cursing and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, nah, this is crazy. Yeah. But I and it's funny because I slowly became, I, I got fascinated by the young man. He actually lives like not too far from where I work yeah, at. Yeah, I heard. Like, I he's heard. not too far. It's right. just, so it's like, I'm, I'm on that shit where it's like, I want to like run into him. Yeah. So I could be like, 
Because he's, he's a wrestling fan, too. Yeah, so, he is. He so is. I want to run into him and be like, yo, um, y'all, you want to go to House of Glory? We go, <laughs> we go check it out. I was hoping to shit. bring him out, man. Like, I, I wanted to send my video to him. Like, yo, you got to pull up, son. Because I got people who tied in with him from Brooklyn. Like, I mess with a lot of people. Shout out to my son, Storyboy P, who's a big cat in Brooklyn. Yeah. And he's tied in with those cats. So, yeah, yeah I, hopefully one day he'll come out, man. Yeah, that's, yo, as a matter of fact, yo, as a matter of fact, Brian, be getting the plug. He need to find, he can get him up in there, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that plug. But, yo, once again, 30 minutes, gone, fly, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Look at this. It, yeah, we're already yeah. done over here. Yeah, we could keep it going if you want for a little bit. <laughs> Shit, where we at? Where we going at? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'll let you go because, honestly, yeah. I do want to get you back, though. For sure. We can always um, do that, man. But uh, let me do some promos for you. Let me do some live review. House of Glory Wrestling presents Fair Warning Friday, May 18th. Guys, why go anywhere else on that night or any other night? House of Glory Wrestling, I'm telling you. And it's going to be at Elks Lodge. Elks is always lit for me. I always, I, I like Amazura, but for me, Elks is always the fucking premiere for wrestling for me, man. Is that, that's where, that's, that, that's where you, 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 Introduce yourself to the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. KJT done right in his head. (laughs) My first ever appearance. So um, make sure you check out House of Glory Fair Warning. First row tickets were already sold out, I believe, but the second and uh, general mission is still available. Make sure you check them out at hogwrestling.net. Uh, check out their Facebook pages as well as on Instagram. Uh, Matt, let them know where they can get you at on, on, on social media. You can get me on Instagram at Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, three underscores, Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S. You can find me on Facebook on uh, Matt Travis and uh, Twitter, Matt Travis. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Tabloid.